Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or one of our many prep bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. That's sportinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus, please play responsibly. She scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. SDPN, the PWHPA and Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Presents Hockey. Like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show with Liz Knox and Carol Emard. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Welcome back to Noxie and Cax on SDPN. Cax and I are so excited to bring you our first ever holiday special. And joining Woo. us to talk about her holiday traditions, some upcoming showcases, and get into some holly jolly fun. The sunshine <laughs> of the PWHPA herself from Team Harvey's, Jesse Eldridge. Woo! Yay! Yay, Jesse! Thanks for coming on today. It's been great. <laughs> I love that we're all in our festive attire, Cax. I would like to see yours oh. before we get too far. Into right this. when we start, hey? <laughs> so I thought I thought I would, uh, you know, knowing Jesse and how much she loves Christmas, I thought I'd be the little elf today. So I went all out. I got the heads, <laughs> the suit, and the hats, guys. Um, what about you, Noxie? Just the sh- there's the sweater. Well, I see yeah. some lights I mean, there. Look it, at you. Well, it's, uh, it's getting lit, like me. I, th- and it has I a think it represents you very well too. <laughs> exactly. Ho ho ho. On the uh, other side, though, Jesse, I'm not sure the Grinch is the perfect uh, representation of your holiday uh, spirit. I don't know. I'm, you know, trying to get a little bit of that in my life. Myself when I need to. I love it. Uh, great. Okay, so let's get to you, Jesse Eldridge. Uh, tell us a little bit first about yourself, maybe where you played before college, how you decided on a college, and possibly even Cax's role in that, because I hear <laughs> there might be a story there. Yeah, I grew that's up playing mostly with the boys. I feel like that's a common answer for all of us, hopefully changing in the future. Um, but stayed in Barrie for a while and got to grade 10. My mom had enough of me, so she shipped me off to Toronto. <laughs> Um, Lisa said, show bye, Jesse. She was so happy. When when you're not behaving as a kid, they're like, smarten up, or I'm sending you off to boarding school. It happened. (laughs) Um, So we we moved down there. Uh, I played for the Toronto Arrows for three years. And that's when I learned that going to college for hockey was even a thing. Um, Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, you said said one thing. You said, we move. Is it just you or? Oh, just me. uh, Plural. Yeah. Plural you? Okay, me. just one of the... It's me, Jesse, and my mom called me Hannah because she said I had two lives. Um, <laughs> the best of both worlds, one in Barrie and one in Toronto. So Hannah and I, I guess, moved. You're the um, OG Hannah Montana. I love it. Um, yeah, she was funny. And uh, one on a couple of visits, and one of my visits was to Colgate University where I was actually tutored by CAX. You were... Um, you were- Toured around by Cax. Yeah. So I used to work at Colgate, as you all know, and work for three years there. And yes, Jesse, I uh, took my favorite player to give Jesse and her parents a tour as well, too. So, you wow. know, you take the kid on campus and everything and try to sell out the campus. Cax. I think it went well. You're Did old, I go? man. Well, it worked. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesse, let's go back to you. So on that note, did I do well or was it bad? Amazing. I mean, it sold me. I was so excited to be able to be coached by Cax. And as soon as I showed up, uh, she left actually. So <laughs> didn't get a day. A <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's be honest though. Greg and Josh were amazing as well too. And obviously, um, Colgate is like sold itself. It's such a nice campus and everything. And then hopefully the girls that were there. Was it Parker and Randall? I'm pretty sure it was. And gas. There was one my and gas. Yeah, that that were there too to uh, give you the tour. So, anyways, I don't think it was just me, but I needed out of coaching at that time. I appreciate you still going to Colgate, you know, and not refusing to, I guess, go because I went. Yeah, I it was close. It was close. I almost had to change. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I redeemed myself afterwards, so we'll we'll learn on that. Yeah, uh, that side of things. But how was uh? So you were you always kind of like. I know I gave you the tour and you knew right away whatever you said. Um, but were you always going to go to Colgate? Was it the number one pick or you had a couple of visits and stuff in the NCAA um, world? It's a good question. I think one of my biggest weaknesses in life is that I can't say no. Um, yeah. and I, I'm pleased very easily. So I feel like everywhere I walked into and you got the sales pitch, it was so believable. And so <laughs> you leave every place, you're like, wow, that place is amazing. And you go to the one that's like, that's amazing. And and then having to be like say no to people um, what was tough for me. But I think Colgate, I knew some of the girls that were already there. So I had that comfort level. Um, yeah. And just couldn't say no to Fargs. I guess that's it. He was the scariest <laughs> one on the phone. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> was he really? I was no. going to ask. Like, yeah, who was the scariest to say no to, I guess? I don't know. Those are stories too. Yeah, there's some is. good one. Was actually, I had very good experiences with that, and everyone was really understanding. And Fargs was definitely not scary. He's the opposite of that. So I know. No, it was definitely the best decision I made. Well, I'm glad. Oh, Rupert wanted to chime in there too. I'm glad that Cax <laughs> coerced you into going to school that you ended up loving. Um, I hear there's a shoe story. I'm curious to know what this is. <laughs> yeah, Max loves this story. I love it because I wasn't there to actually experience it, but I'd love for you to tell the whole world <laughs> about this beautiful situation and how way too nice you are of a human no. to say anything. So no. please go ahead. Cax likes to comment on my big feet all the time too so okay same <laughs> out i'm not acting as a bully or anything here i think it's such an advantage on the ice too <laughs> like you think you can squeeze the puck in between jesse's feet and then it's like oh, and, no, and, and, and then it stops everything and, just, and every time she cuts a pass <laughs> yeah every time she got a pass last year or anything in practice i was like big feet so like cheering <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, did, it has nothing to do. do with the... Okay, I do have this um, okay, Go ahead. So I have size 11, which is... I'm, it's See? hard to find shoes anywhere. <laughs> I mean, her point is valid. But on my first day at Colgate, I walked in and the whole locker room had all of our new stuff in it. And our shoe cubbies had all of our nice Nike shoe boxes. And my mom went in and she was opening each one and she thought it was the coolest thing ever. And she gets to my box, she opens it and she starts laughing. And I was like, oh, what's, what's so funny? She goes, your feet are so big that you're the only one with a different style shoe. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, well, we're just going to go with it. Um, I, I put them on. They were pretty big. Uh, but and just, just before, okay, one time out. All the the girls have like white shoes, like maroon color Colgate, whatever. 
adjust you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're different, very noticeably. When you walk into the room and we're going for our first workout as a team, it's like, wow, your shoes are not the same. I'm picturing like neon orange, like something just completely no, out black. of the left field. They were okay, fully okay. black. They were just noticeably a different style. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you get to campus, do you? It's, well, I feel like even females in sport, when we get something, we're like, be grateful. This is what you get. Yeah. And go yeah. with it. So I put them on. They felt a little big, but at the same time, you know, I'm just grateful for, for the opportunity and for my new shoes. So we just, go, we do fitness testing all week. I'm running in these like mile and a half tests, beat tests. We're working out. And I'm like, these are just hurting. They're not good. I'm slipping, whatever. You just go with it. And it was probably two and a half months later, my teammate walked out and noticed Josh Steba, the coach of Union now, had the shoes on that looked like the rest of the girls' shoes. And he was like, just like, I, I don't understand what's going on. Why are your shoes the same as Fargo's and Josh is the same as the rest of the team? <laughs> so they switched the box and they gave me a men's size 11 and him the women's size 11. And he didn't say anything either. Like that's Josh He's too, saying, right there. Like his, his toes were absolutely smashed along the, the end of it too. <laughs> uh, oh you just kept wearing them. I love it. That's whatever. <laughs> so three months before you even said something, feet uh, killing everything. Yeah, I haven't no, said anything. Gonna, so did you guys swap them back? Oh yeah, Josh took <laughs> the you sweated yeah, it was all good. We made it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, if I had had those shoes, I would have had two canoes to paddle home in. So that's seriously. At least you made them work, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> 11 men. And then, like, Josh never even realized it. I just can't. Like, I would have noticed right away, I feel like. And you should have said something. I understand being grateful and everything, but those are like two size too big. Yeah, it was. It was. Different. No? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> These are things we learned. Looking back now. <laughs> gosh, Jesse. No, oh, my gosh. Well, that's fine. Well, and anybody who knows you knows that you're just, like, the kindest, nicest person. So we can to totally all see you just being like, oh, this is, you know, it'll work. I'll make it work. It's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, two sizes too big. Um, so you, you did four years at Colgate then. And what year did you join the PWHPA? It would have been the fall of 2019. Okay, so the very first year. Oh, uh, yeah. So you've, so every, you've seen the yeah. every step and phase of the PWHPA. The folded my, the spring before I was supposed to come out. So I was, yeah, there, yeah day one out of college was first showcase. <laughs> and, and had you kind of like had a plan for after college before, obviously, the CWHL folded? Um, not entirely because I hadn't been part of the national program at all. Um, so my first camp was also fall of 2019. Um, wow. so at one point I was thinking of going, um, staying in the States to play, um, or even looking at Europe. But then when yeah. that all happened, uh, I had no idea what I was going to do until I went to that camp and was talking to the girls there about how it works if you're graduated and part of the national program. Yeah. And so t talk us through that because that's really, really cool. Like, I know Cax and I, like we were both in the national team program through college or like kind of had an idea that that was possibly and, yeah. Yeah, an avenue for us. So you got picked up after college by the senior national team. And had you had any experience prior to that, that, you know, you thought maybe that door was opening for you? 
Uh, no, I thought it was pretty closed. Um, I went to <laughs> so one, one. I love that. Wait, <laughs> It was pretty closed. Yeah, it, felt, it felt pretty locked, but um, <laughs> well, did you shot. found the combination and opened that lock. Like it was beautiful. Okay, so just before you go, because yes, originally, like usually, you go through your prov- provincial team, you know, U eighteens, U twenty two, and you get a little bit of, of an experience in terms of camps and anything. So, yeah. um, did you get? Were you on team blue or red or any type of like Ontario team as well too? Jesse, remind me. No, never made Team Ontario. See? So wow. just so, yeah, exactly. You're talking to Jesse Aljoz, who's now on the senior uh, team camp. I mean, team in general program, sorry. And then her first, very, very first experience. I remember my first experience as a U22 being a, a little baby. And it was nerve-wracking as heck. So please, tell me how it was at yeah. your first camp there um, showed up with shoe 11s or you had the right shoes on and everything was the that? shoes were the right fit thankfully okay, no good, uh good. u18s i got invited to a conditioning camp um i didn't even make it get out of that uh they didn't even i didn't get on the ice for the august camp so i think they cut a couple and it was just like no and so that was my my little experience i had um but then I actually went to the development camp in August after I graduated as my little tryout with the program to see if they're going to invite me to the senior team. So I was an okay. overager at the camp. Um, right. And that went well, got invited to, it was in Nova Scotia that year. And yeah. I have no idea any of the girls. So at this point I didn't have a plan for the year. And I went to the camp and my roommates were Laura, Stacy, and Jill Sonia. Um, not bad that's a good like, deal right there now at it but laura stacy um her senior game at uh oh, yeah. was playing at dartmouth final college game ever she's speeding down the wing as always and i tripped her um blatantly <laughs> tripped her slides on the boards breaks both of her wrists um oh, no. so that was your what junior you year the one who tripped her no, that was my freshman year oh god Darling. oh good yeah, so I this was, was your first time kind of like being around so her. So she was I'd super say. pumped to see you. Well, you know how nice she is. Like she, it wasn't. Oh my god, you're that kid. You know, it wasn't talked about once the entire time. Like she was just so welcoming. But I remember we were on the bus on our way to get, and we got our roommates list, and it popped up, and it was like Laura, Stacy, and I text my family, and I'm already so nervous. My first camp, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, is she gonna say something or whatnot? So. That was in the back of my head too, but uh, no, they were, I mean, the best. We had a blast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got there and I just started talking to them about what they do, where their setup was, and they're both in Montreal. Um, so it was at the end of camp. They said, the national team said, we need to know where you're going to be living and training this year. And I said, well, Montreal sounds pretty fun. <laughs> and by the end of that week, I was in my car moving. I had no idea who anyone who lived there I didn't have a place to live, but. I just this is when Jill Sonia called me. This is exactly when Jill Sonia. Actually, no, you live on your own. It was the first year, the second year the first you ended year, up. I lived yeah, in yeah, yeah, that's it. for a little with Rosalie Demare's family, who I went to Colgate. Yeah, that's right. Only oh, people okay. I knew remotely close to Montreal. It was a 50-minute drive, but I was like, hey, can I come stay at your house for a little bit? <laughs> and so that was great. But the second year, I moved in with Gax. Yeah, that was... Uh... <laughs> Lucky yeah, you. so this the second year we uh it was like 
prime COVID, basically, like nothing was open or anything. And thank God Jesse was in my house with me. It was Jesse and I and Winston. And then on the third floor of our building was actually like Jill was living there too. So um, we had some kind of like a, a full on house full of like the PETA player. Sam was there as well too. Um, and then, yeah, it was like kind of like a little uh, hub, I'd say, during COVID of basically you guys going to mini camps and having to like stay in and do nothing and, you know, making sure that the girls could go and train. That year was like, I don't know how challenging it was. Yeah. First of all, you did really well at the development camp to then keep going in the programs and everything. And then it was a year of mini camps everywhere. So you guys were gone like every three weeks almost. Yeah. And then it was and, like isolating before that time. And I mean, it was yeah. stressful for the entire world. It was wild so this year is kind of like your first year normal I yeah guess. like last summer i feel like it was my first summer out of college in montreal to actually see the city and do things <laughs> see the city train and it's nuts like when you think about it like mm -hmm. just people readapting like we you know where to, what to do you're you were talking about that noxy like you have a plan when you graduate you know where to train where to like skate who's going to take care of everything so you came to montreal knowing or thinking that you would have all of that set up we got lucky for like the first couple years because we were able to keep skating yeah. uh, a little bit during covid even but like last summer so three years later or two and a half whatever you now are figuring out yourself in terms of this is what I need to do during the summer. This is who I need to skate with my skill sessions, power skating, whatever. Like that's not easy, Jesse. It's like perhaps to you on, you know, keeping it going and like believing in what you need to do without even experiencing it. Like you're experiencing it, experiencing it all after college, which is what we do during college. Technically. Mm, so I don't know. I just, we're just, I, I, so I feel like that's uh, my personality too, is very spontaneous and, a lot of go with the flow. So, you know, and I feel like, well, we, we lost control of our lives for a couple of years when we couldn't leave or do anything. Everyone's telling us what to do. So uh, I give credit to kind of that side of me too, for, for making it through. And hopefully we're That's on the other side of it. I can imagine, especially, I don't think, I don't know if our listeners will truly appreciate how rare it is to like enter in the national team program after college like yeah especially now when they have like u16 and like u12 for all i know i don't know because i'm <laughs> like nearly 40 but it's like they, they pick these kids up like in their teens to groom them into being national team players and like from the day that a young girl you know u16 u18 puts on team canada jersey they believe i'm gonna play on the olympic team one day mm -hmm. and you know, fortunately for some of them, they do. And unfortunately for others, they don't, but they have that dream kind of ingrained in them and a little bit of resource to put into them. But to come out of four years of NCAA college hockey, thinking like, ah, the dream's done. And then that summer you go to national team camp. I assume you kind of had to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. I think even looking at from that moment to right now, the, the bit of journey that it's been through that I feel like has been a really unique in that sense. Um, but I don't know. I'm really grateful for it because as much as how competitive we are when you're in it, you want to be fully in it. Um, but kind of, like you said, taking that step back and realizing and unpacking what, what has even happened at that time. Um, it, it is crazy for sure. Amazing. And so I would assume then maybe that 
the Olympics are on your radar now. Yeah, I think that's that's the ultimate goal. But I think it's also hopefully we can kind of change our our look if we have this new league up and coming. Um, so that that's not the end all be all for for female hockey. And I know I was fortunate enough that I did get picked up from the national program after college because I know girls who had so much skill at the same time graduated as me have kind of stopped and, and do other things now only because they weren't given that opportunity to continue training. So, um, yeah. That's and that's the, that's the sad reality of women's hockey as of today, even. Um, and that's why we're pushing for that. You're right. And I just, uh, yeah, I, you know, you in on the, like another note too, like you had your first experience at worlds, right? This past worlds. How was yeah. it? Talk to us about it. How is the feeling of, you know, putting the jersey on and yeah, you know, going in that tournament? 2022, then as a year as a whole, was pretty wild. Um, yeah. And going from, you know, one ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like an extreme low to the ultimate high in a short amount of months. Um, uh, the months kind of after being released from the Olympic team was a, was a lot of self-reflection and trying to get through that. So um, putting in that same amount of work and getting back to that camp or four worlds, I think was, was a lot of stress and uh, pretty nerve wracking. But uh, I remember just walking into the room when they were picking the team and uh, the feeling, the excitement, but also just like being able to breathe again and the weight off your shoulders of being like, okay, I got this, I can do this. And yeah, um, it's almost like uh, adding to the fire uh, within within me to, to want to keep going. Cause you know, um, we love hockey, but when you have those speed bumps uh, along back, the yeah. way and, and, and how difficult it can be to pick yourself back up. But I feel like that was a big, a big part, even before we got to Denmark. Um, I mean, that was the, the fun stuff. You just go out and you play hockey um, and with a bit more on the line than I guess I, I've ever had the opportunity to play for, but uh, it was also a team that you know, was pretty unstoppable for the year. So, you know, if you went and, and did your job that uh, the success was going to be there. Well, I love that you keep such a humble mindset about it. I think Seriously. that's probably <laughs> part of why, you know, you find yourselves in these positions of opportunity and you've done great things with the national team, done great things with the PWHPA as well. Um, I do want to get to some fun Christmas questions. <laughs> and then we'll get back to the, and I to think, the, yeah. the Bari situation. I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, Cause I think part of this, you know, if I'm, if I'm, you know, guessing is that you have a good, strong family that you come from that has kept you level-headed, even keel. So I want to talk a little bit about some of your holiday traditions and Cax, maybe we'll just go back and forth, like rapid fire, but not rapid. Just Okay. Yeah. Take your time, time to answer them and yeah. give us details and describe how Lisa and Dwayne and Kyle are involved in all this. Now Bo too. Okay. Yeah. So we want to know all about you. Yeah. Um, oh, is he around? Yeah, yeah, he he's pretty mad at me. He got neutered on Monday, so oh, no. that was his Christmas present this year. <laughs> he's wearing the cone, isn't he? No, I gave him a onesie. I was oh. like, okay, we'll make up for it a bit. But yeah, he's, okay. he's drugged up. So nice, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. He's super calm and chill now. <laughs> you know oh. what to do. Okay, um, okay. <clears throat> you start. I start. You start. Okay, Jesse. What is your favorite holiday tradition? I, you can have a couple. Yeah, I think it's maybe not a specific tradition, but just the what we do around Christmas is just a lot of gatherings. Um, and okay. sometimes it's the only time we get to see certain family or friends. So 
it's uh, Christmas as an excuse or a reason to come together. I think that's the most special part of the holiday for me. Love that. What is the best gift you've ever given or received? Uh, Well, the gift I bought for myself last year was the dog. So I'd have to (laughs) go with Bo. Um, Good answer. Yeah, I don't answer. know. I've got a it. lot of great gifts. One, my friend for one year got me a, a nice popcorn machine. I'm like a huge popcorn fan. Had my name on it. It was like little movie theater. Um, That's I, sick. It was just so me. And I was, this is going to be used way too much, but it's perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. Ooh, I like it. Okay, that's a good one. Now, a little bit more of a serious question, but not really. Um, <clears throat> eggnog or coffee slash hot chocolate and Baileys. So which yeah. one do you choose, eggnog or? So my mom makes homemade Baileys every Christmas. Well, yes. we got the answer. Lisa, for the win. Um, yeah. It's absolutely, it's got raw eggs in it. So we're like, oh, we're having a protein shake. What? <laughs> yeah. We need is the recipe. Baileys is made of? Yeah, so I I don't even know if we put coffee or hot chocolate with it, but just the Baileys. I will. I forgot about that, but we did have some that year. Yeah, yeah you did. Oh, yeah. You did bring some home. Amazing. That's the I'm best answer. So jealous, Lisa, for the win. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Maybe we can get the recipe, unless oh, yeah. it's like a family secret. Yeah. It's okay. Oh no, it's definitely nice. not. Okay. If, if she wants to share, <laughs> we'll take it and put it she up will. here. That'd she be awesome. What? are your top three holiday slash Christmas movies? Uh, the Grinch, mm. Jim Carrey version, not the newer yes. one. Yes, 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 Thank yes, you. yes. Yes, Elf. Yeah. And the Polar Express. Oh, That's a nice one. That's yeah. a really well done one, actually. I, I just like feel like those too. three you also can put on in the background. You, you really know what's happening by just hearing it while we're baking or cooking or something. Not having you- to sit down. You can find some like little sneaky jokes here and there too. I feel like Grinch. I always mm. find that. Oh, I'm like, oh my God, Never that's a good that. one. <laughs> like all the time. Um, okay. Best Christmas song. Song? One. Yeah. Uh, Do they know it's Christmas by Band-Aid? Do you know that song? Ooh. It's actually quite depressing when you listen. Yes, to it me. is. I was <laughs> going to say, are you serious? I, I don't know. One year at school, I was in the talent show and I was playing the, the chimes and I just like remember how good I was at like, <laughs> and that song. Now that it goes on, I can like still see in my head and I play and the one hand, eh? Yeah, yeah, that my was my very... musical talent. For exact fond memories of Jesse Aldridge on the chimes. I was like nailed it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Would you rather go tobogganing or build a snow fort slash snowman? You know, tobogganing is great until you have to walk back up the hill. Mm. So I feel like I'm more of the snowman. Nice. <laughs> if it's Olaf, too. Yeah, there you we go. We all say that Jessie is like Olaf. She gives big hugs and has so much love to give. I love That's Olaf. what she is. Um, okay, last one. So our Harvey's, Team Harvey's slogan is, have it your way, right? So if you could have Christmas dinner your way, what's on your plate? It's on my plate. Well, my dad's taken over the turkey um, making, which okay. is also so funny because he's going to get mad at me because I know he's going to listen to this. But like Perfect. the one hey, thing he does every Christmas or every, and uh, Thanksgiving. 
And he <laughs> has to mention it multiple times a day that he's making the turkey. So my brother and I have it's behind his back, not anymore, I guess, but have made this into a drinking game. And so every time he <laughs> mentions that he made it to anything to do with the turkey, we drink. So I feel like that's a staple now. We have to have that on our plate. So you're going to get a going by the time dinner hits the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by 10 a.m., we're like, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, Dwayne, we know. Jeez, <laughs> oh, no. Um, that, so I, turkey, okay. Yeah, I feel like we haven't changed our plate in our house in forever, for as long as I can remember. And it's just perfect. There's stuffing, have to potatoes, burn mm-hmm. up, beets. Mm. Okay. A couple of vegetables on there, but not too many. Yeah. No, you want to get the turkey coma. That's the, the I feel like that's yeah. the purpose of these holiday dinners. Sure. Is like put yourself What's the right dessert with that. it though? Do you make uh, cookies? Yeah. Is there Lisa cookies? So like I wouldn't say a specific kind, but a whole bunch of mini cookies and treats. Oh, wow. They're the best. Noxie, she lived with me for a year. That must have gained 10 pounds. No joke. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But the cookies were fabulous. They're so, dangerous. Yeah, they're so good. They Ask anyone. She gives them away sometimes. And it's like, it's actually, you know what? Best gift to give. I think your cookies would be cookies. one of those. It's good to yeah. know. I haven't made well, that just to the rank in a while. Mm. Wow. Okay. I'll be there. Yeah, I know. There you go. Next Tuesday. I'm sure your folks are listening. And... Lucky for them, we're going to be in Barry in like a couple months. So maybe if there's some cookies left over, you know. Cookies and Baileys for Noxie. And I'm just saying, if they're looking for someone to, you know, get rid of them too, I would be, I would happily happily take them. I'm sure. sure You'll have to make a post. Yeah. (laughs) You'll have to give some credit there, Noxie. My mom should write you a card that'll say LOL every three words. (laughs) (laughs) Does she know that it means laugh out loud? Yeah, and when she thinks something's really funny, she goes LOL, LOL, like multiple times because she thinks that's laughing a lot. That's all right. My uh, mom, for the longest time, thought LOL meant lots of love. So oh, it would be like, aw. your dad's sick. LOL. <laughs> Why is that funny? Like, oh, hilarious, mom. Oh, no. <laughs> that's even better. Oh, oh that's gosh. cute. So as I mentioned, we are going back to Barrie, uh, hosted in partnership with our OHL tour stop. So the Barrie Colts are hosting us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your excitement to get back to your hometown? Yeah, I think it's going to be an incredible day. Uh, That rank, my mom actually worked there for many years. She tells me it's because I was such a hard baby that she needed nights to get out of the house. So (laughs) she'd go to every home game um, and she ended up doing it for a number of years. Um, So and when people would walk in, they would say, here, we have two extra tickets tonight. So Saturday nights, we'd wait at home and she'd call and say, there's extra tickets at the door. And we jump in the car with dad and go. Um, So that's actually that rink has a ton of memories in there. And I always wanted to be a cult growing up. That was the thing. and. Um, so just being able to, to actually play on that ring, not just a Timbits intermission game, uh, I've done that a couple of <laughs> times, but uh, it's going to be so cool. And I think, uh, I have so much support at home from friends and family that have, uh, watched my career, uh, for the X number of years. So to be able to have the opportunity where they can actually come out and live. And I told my parents, they better start selling tickets and uh, they all on the marketing committee for this one. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
I love it. We I need can't to have wait. A, we need to stand for Lisa's baking. I mean, I feel like this is like a perfect opportunity. Sometimes that hockey mom comes to the bottom of the stairs with their homemade bake. For sure. That'd be perfect. Yeah. No, my dad actually is, he's coaching the Bantam AA team in Barrie, the Sharks, nice. and the PWHL team. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah. He's doing both. He's pretty much running the organization right now. So, um, he's a staple, uh, in the women's hockey community here more than me. Um, so <laughs> I think they're, the they family is, sure. which is, yeah, kind of like next week being able to do a camp for the girls. Um, I laugh about it cause he's like, this would be a great <laughs> idea. And he's like, but I'm working all week. So you got this. I'm like, okay, you're right. But I think just to get out with them too. Wait, wait. I just, okay, so wait, just, I love that. You just yeah. offloaded a camp on you? Well, yeah, I feel like it's like it's just a mini camp, and I was like, "This is perfect timing to get the girls all fired up for our game too." Um, But it it was, it was like we're gonna run it through the junior sharks. I said, "That's amazing." He's like, "But I work all week." (laughs) So he organized it. He planned it all out. Booked everyone, promoted it, and then said, "He's got a lot of great ideas." Okay, so he he put it kind of together and said maybe, and then he said. And then he posted and you saw it or you, you no, got the... There, thankfully, there's some people above him in this organization. To <laughs> together, but it'll be That's good. amazing. It's amazing, actually, that he continues to give back to girls hockey. I mean, I think a lot of us grew up, you know, playing for our teammates' dads, mostly. Yeah, for uh, sure. I actually was never coached by him. Maybe really? one. He, yeah. That was my second. That was my question. Yeah. You've never played for him? Sure. I coached me for one year and I think we got a fight on the bench one time. And um, I was like, you stay with the defense. Don't come down here. We have a forwards coach and uh, it didn't last long, but I think uh, he was with the boys side of it too. Um, okay. so he, like He's so good with the girls. And today he was like, can you go pick up a whole bunch of candy for their gingerbread contest tonight? And so oh, he does all that stuff, but no, even our game, he's so committed to this team that, we this game gets announced February 11th. We're in very exciting. He goes, oh shoot, we play in Brampton at that time. I go, Dad, <laughs> like I am playing a professional hockey game at the Sadlin Arena, and like you, you can move that game. He's like, well, I'll see. Like I got to be there for the girls. <laughs> oh. So, anyways, they did get it changed. The whole team was like started sending emails to the organization <laughs> saying that they wanted to be a part of the day and. It, it was really cute to see them do that, but he was, he's all in. He's like, no, I, we got a game Brampton. Sorry, Jess. That's amazing. <laughs> Showing his in your own town. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> did he, um, question random a little, but did he coach against you while you weren't in Toronto? That, that's a, yeah, that's true. Because after I left to go, the reason I left for Bar- from Barry was because they didn't have a junior team here. Okay. Um, and about, I think two years into my time in Toronto, uh, they added a junior team and he started coaching. And because I remember it was like, do you want to go back home? But I, I had my place in Toronto, my team, my friends. And I was like, no, um, I, I want to stay where I am. So I played against him, I think, twice. And I'll never forget where I leaving the corner. I, I tripped one of his girls and he's screaming at the rest of the call penalty. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, like, come on. That I know it's Eldridge a girl. Like, yeah. He's like, Raph, that's a trip. Come on. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh my She's god! Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So we we get where you get your competitiveness, I guess. Eh? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Side. He's not holding back even for me. <laughs> <laughs> and and 
I, I just kind of blurted out your number. Is there a reason behind wearing number nine? Uh, my brother wore it first in the family. Um, nice. And then I wanted to be just like him. But then at one point in my career, it was like I changed my number every year. Oh. I was not really committed to it. I was 10, 15, 92, went all over the place. But then for Colgate, I had to choose one. And I actually picked nine out of a hat. No way. Oh, that's I was so thinking, cool. I think these are like five or six that were after it. They were given to me to choose from. And I put them in a hat on the way to practice one day and nine came out. So there it, it is. That's cool. I guess so. And then you stuck with cool. it through the PWHPA. I feel like now it's a staple. Is that what you were yeah, at the national team? My first team? year in the PWHPA, I was 13. Why 13, Jesse? Tell us the 13. Colgate's lucky number. But also, wow. um, Wait, can you tell me? You probably know it by heart. Can you tell me why 13 is so lucky for Colgate? Um, Colgate was founded by 13 men on 13 acres and $13 and 13 prayers. 13 prayers. So cool. now it's like lucky. <laughs> well done. But the, the thing about the first year at the PW is we all just chose our numbers. It didn't matter how many were on the same team. Every Colgate girl wore 13. So there was oh, one game. On. You know, there was like six girls on the ice, all yeah. 13 on it. Yeah. You that, remember that year? It was like blue and white. Yeah. Boxing? Oh, I, I fucking remember it. I had to <laughs> commentate one of those games and I was like, I'm 13. Freaking no, there's 10 13s out here. Zalewski, Larson, like all of them. My brain was freaking exploding. Yeah, and we got traded every week, and I didn't play one showcase with Montreal that year. That's so sad. I will say that. Jesse did not play one. Like, like it was was new kid every weekend got shipped off to a new team. (laughs) I played with every team that year. It really did seem like a good idea at the time. And looking back, and like, we learned from it. Yeah, we, we learned very quickly. <laughs> there I think it was one showcase where, like, okay, this cannot happen anymore. This is awful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so then that was just the one year that you were 13, and then you moved back yeah, to number nine. But I also was 13 before I moved to Montreal, and like, Carol is was around and running practices. I was like, I need to get this number off my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not do it justice with her year. Well, Kim Kim Deshine was wearing nine, and you're too nice, and I think that's why. Well, this well year, Rich. I mean, I felt I find yeah. that she was a Team Harvey's girl. I would have given it up for her. Yeah, but now she's wearing twenty seven. So I know it's kind of true. And actually, I wanted to talk about this because uh, I kind of heard like a little rumor through the rumor mill about numbers on the national team. Can you tell us? Explain to kind of our listeners. Because we don't really retire numbers like in women's no. hockey. It's very, very rare that we yeah. retire numbers. And the national team, I don't think they retire. Have they I don't think they do. Numbers? It's just more of, do you really want to wear this number? Right. Um, do you really want to wear 22? Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when Laura Stacy like, started the national team program, like I played with Sherry Piper, and she was the only number seven you know, mm-hmm. in the national team. It was like, yeah. you never touched it. But then it was like, there's like conversations that happen between players and it's like, is it yeah. okay? And it's, it's really interesting because there's no written code. There's no retiring. No, numbers. I think uh, when a player wears it and goes to the Olympics or I don't know how long uh, you have to wait a full cycle before that number is able to be worn again. There you go. Unwritten code. That's the rule. That's the rule. I like it. That's fair. It's important wow. to have traditions. You only have so many numbers to pick from, too. So 100%. it's like, yeah, but I think if all just, the good ones. There'd be nothing. If you left. go like my first event, you don't get to choose. It's right. more yeah. like if you become a um, part of the team or 
percentualization we got to choose then. Yeah. I remember because, uh, yeah, that happened in Clarkie too. She was 36 or 39, I think, mm-hmm. at first, and then switched to 26. Yeah. And then you, what were you? were 55, no? Five, yeah. 55. Something crazy. Yeah, 55. Double nickel. <laughs> <laughs> 55 to 9. Did you like 55? I kind of liked it. Apparently, people liked it on me. Just bolder number. There's not a lot of single digits now. Um, yeah. They're, they're I, saw, I, saw rare. I don't know. 90, I the biggest, yeah, 92 this week. The biggest um, reason with 9 was just kind of I'd worn it for so long and yeah. just went with it, I N- guess. Niner, it's your number. It's your nickname. Niner. That was you my know? nickname at school. Really? At yeah. Colgate? Yeah, Niner. Niner. Yeah. All right. I don't I like think that. anyone can call me other something else than that for my entire time there. I like Jeez. double nickel a little better, but double nickel. Yeah. Double nickel's good. <laughs> yeah. And then Lacasse is trying to mate Reggie, I think. Uh, yeah, that that can't work. <laughs> Eldridge. Reggie. It's like what? Reggie. He still does Reggie. it. Oh yeah. It's trying. Okay, we want to test. <laughs> I, mean, I really had fun kind of outlining this uh, Christmas edition that we're doing here. We want to test your, don't forget the lyrics. Okay. I actually originally named this section, come on, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> like caroling. How'd you change it? <laughs> I was worried about my she's, delivery on that she's title. She's the creative one out of us. And sometimes she says things I'm like, where is this coming from? No, like, I don't even know why you second guessed that one. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Carol. Let's go. I love oh it. God, I'm trying now. Okay. You're running this whole thing by yourself. I'm not doing any of these lyrics. Well, I'm not going to sing it. Like You have to. Yeah. You have to give it a tone. You can't. No, Actually, no, it's going to give it away. Yeah. If yeah you exactly. do, that's true. Exactly. Good and point. I'm missing my pitch pipe, so I can't like <laughs> get this in the, in the tune of C. Anyways... <laughs> You're going to finish the lyrics. I'm going to give you like three lines, three bars, if you will. And then okay. you're going to try to fill in the last line. I think I went pretty easy on you. Well, you never basic tough though. Because sometimes when you're singing a song, you actually aren't, don't know word for word. You just go yes. with it. Especially you guys do Christmas that in English girls, too? Because it's like, <laughs> we you know, that. like the one that's in every commercial, but like, is yeah, it if you got the two, no one's going to question you. Exactly. Okay. Bonus point if you. you can give us the artist. Okay. Oh. Starting us off. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents. Underneath the Christmas tree. Wow! Ooh, ding, 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 ding. I need, a, I need a sound effects button so I can... <laughs> ding, I thought ding, you were going to stop after the first, but I got nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't do that to you. You got to figure out where we are in the song. Although I think it's the same. I don't know if that's the same whole song. I'd have to go back and look. Okay. <laughs> Number two. Wait, 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 wait. Bonus oh. point if you knew oh, yeah, who no. it was. Oh, wait. Is that the Mariah Carey? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's hard without the, the whole tune. And- I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Number two. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, artist is going to be tricky on that one, though. I feel Who like these songs this? are all remade, too. Yeah, but this one, I will. Oh, I don't know. I'm 
pretty sure I know who sings this. I didn't, I, this is the bonus point was like a spur of the moment thing that I was just giving you. I'm sorry. Winnie is on fire. He wants you to get this song. Chris. Well, he's trying to give me the, no. the name. Yeah. Well, yeah, a couple is. people sing. Actually, you're right. A couple people, uh, a couple people re, I was listening to it just now, but a couple different artists are singing Everyone this one. makes everything. The version I, I know is, can I say it? Yes. yes. Is Wham. Okay. Yeah. I would never guess that. But Ariana Grande's yes. took it. And she took it. it. It's hers now. Ariana Grande <laughs> takes everything, someone. makes it better. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Now right, this one, I don't know one. if you'll get a bonus point because I don't really know if there is an artist, but we'll I didn't just even go know with this it. song. Okay. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a Oh boy, crocodile. Close. It was close. Seasick crocodile. Oh, it, that, doesn't just Jim Carrey sing that? <laughs> I will give you the point for that because, yes, Jim Carrey is the only Grinch that I will accept. Well, I go. tried to watch the like most recent Disney one and I just. It's it, tough. It's just, cute because there's a little hockey player, but. Yeah. It's different. It just doesn't yeah, it's hit the right. same It's way. another version, guys. It's okay. <laughs> no, we want it the old way. Um, okay. Change. Yeah. There's two things we hate change and the way things are in the spirit <laughs> of gift giving. Let's say you have an unlimited budget, Jesse Eldridge. What would you buy each of these members of the PWHPA? Cax, you want to go first? First up, Marie-Philippe Poula. One gift. One gift. Ooh. Unlimited budget. I, you know, I, I feel like everyone knows how much she likes maple syrup. Mm. So that would probably be like a, a sugar shack. Um, oh, that's... <laughs> you didn't just go for the maple syrup can. You went for... I'm you're going to create this thing and yeah, produce it. Speaking of me being able to go over and get a whole meal at a sugar shack in the spring. And I really think she should own one. Yeah. I agree. And we can help her manage it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, to taste it. testers. Yeah, you have absolutely, to have Jesse. <laughs> okay, what great. about a limited budget? Still, you haven't spent all your money on the sugar shack yet, Jaina Hefford. Jaina, well, I feel like she she's done so continues to do so much for her. Just be like ten thousand hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just she does everything already, but now it's like more so that she can continue to do in the same amount of time. Jesse Eldridge is getting you employees. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, yes. And just the files. They're little elves. Like elves. Yeah. <laughs> that works. You can do I like it. You want. <laughs> okay. I think it's funny that I'm asking this uh, for that one. So, what would you buy for the referees? For the referees? Oh, boy. I, I feel like they've been pretty nice to me this year. They'd probably be on my nice list so far. Um, <laughs> Santa's talking here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Let's go. No, poor Cax. What, Cax, what would you get them? I only got one penalty, guys. So I think I'm on the nice list as well, well too. For Noxie was made sure she tweeted that one out then pretty quick. Oh, I she think sure I did. Many. <laughs> <laughs> what I get the refs? Oh. I don't know. Glasses? No. Glasses. That'd be better. Yeah, I don't want them to see more. Yeah. Oh, that's true. 
But <laughs> see, less, maybe some Baileys. Make there some you go. Food. Good answer. Lisa Eldred's Baileys. I like it. We oh, don't made Baileys. Okay, what would you get your coach, Corey Chevry? Corey, we want to keep her happy always. I honestly, it would be like Corey. What do you want? You can have it. Damn. <laughs> Someone wants some playing time, eh? Someone wants to stay on the ice here. <laughs> Make sure she... <laughs> you keep me on the first line. I'll keep you supplied yeah, in whatever you want. But also, like, a, a bright orange suit for our games, too. Oh. And, like, we really are owning our Harvey's team identity. Um, and we're just adding on more and more to that. Speaking of which, I you guys probably don't have them handy. I might, actually. But I do. can you it's tell our listeners about... The little gift that you did give to your team? Oh, our our hats. Uh, no, I think that was Lacasse and I. The one year last year we had Team Harvey's, and it was just Go Burgers. It was never Harvey's. Um, Look at those lids. So yeah, we have a, a guy in Montreal, and I was like, oh. "Hey, we need these these hats. Like, we just need a clip art burger. That's all, and an orange hat." Uh, it's um, amazing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but you guys have been kind of coined like the Burger Bunch now. The Burger yeah. Bunch that did that was flourished last week, I think. Yeah, it really took off. Someone asked who started it, and then I think they said it was Rich. Actually, I think Sam <laughs> but, said it was Rich. <laughs> Take full credit. I think I think Jesse, you tw- you uh, posted something, I, yeah, right? I did an Instagram caption, and all of a sudden it was all over the place. So the but Burger probably- Bunch. Yeah, we'll probably get t-shirts or something made of that too while we're at it. I think we should. And then to be like, don't you have some like in Bari, in Barry, there's a jersey, right? At the oh Harvey's. Oh my gosh, yes. The, there's a Harvey's. Tell us the story five, too. That's a good one. Five minutes from my house. And last year in Montreal, they they gave out a free burger coupons to the fans. Oh my so my parents, <laughs> I don't know how, ended up with a, a little stack of them. <laughs> And so my mom's like went to Harvey's one day and walks in and there's a Team Harvey's jersey on the wall. And she's fired up. She's like, oh my gosh, you have a jersey on the wall. Like, that's so awesome to see this guy. He's probably in high school. Um, just there to get his paycheck and go home. He goes, I have no idea what that is. My man one day and put that up and left. <laughs> she was so heartbroken. Oh, but I will say, I will say, and shout out to Harvey's everywhere um, yeah. around this area because Vasco also said her mom saw it in the Harvey's store, yeah. and I believe oh, yeah, it's here in Montreal. Yeah, oh, it's no, there's, everywhere. There's some out here too. Actually, uh, one of my coworkers, he lives out like in Elmira, which is near Waterloo, kind of. Yeah, and uh, his his little girls are always like Harvey's. Still have kind uh-huh. of soft Harvey's. art. We go to Harvey's, and sure enough, there's there's a jersey. Harvey's, Harvey's jerseys up there this week. And send you yeah. a photo, but it's perfect. Yeah. But no, yeah, shout out to them for they need an yeah, Eldridge promoting. jersey now. They don't seriously any Harvey's jersey. <laughs> Turn the name around. They need the leader of the burger bunch. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, one last person that you have to um, buy a gift to with unlimited budget. What would you buy for Kendall Coin Schofield, the fastest yeah. skater? I, I think for me, you know, uh, I weighted equipment for yeah. her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Just too fast. Slow the girl down. Yeah. I'm in. You know, we need to humble her a little. <laughs> but then she removes that thing and isn't faster. She's stronger. <laughs> this stuff's not coming yeah. off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, that's probably a gift more for me than for her. 
Uh, yeah. or, <laughs> it's, okay. it's a win-win, I think. <laughs> yeah. the she gets stronger. Yeah. And it, it allows us to play around so fast. or play with her on the ice. I like yeah. that. There you go. That's Let us amazing. keep up. <laughs> well, before we get oh to God. all our ticket information, Jesse, I just want to know what your plans are for over the holidays. Yeah, well, I, like I said, the dog is on the IR right now, so I'm pretty much a nursing <laughs> nursing duty. Um, but no, it's just nice to be home with with family and friends and catch up with people I haven't seen in a while and try to sell our game too. I think that's a, a big thing on our all of our family's to do list over Christmas. But so also cute. excited, Collingwood's not too far from here too. So uh, there was a lot of excitement from people in Barrie to be able to go see that game before the Barrie one was even announced. So It'll be an exciting couple of weeks in the New Year's for, for me. Yeah, That's I love awesome. that. Owen Sound and Collingwood, of course, as we mentioned, the OHL uh, hosts the PWHPA. You can get all the links to our tickets uh, through our December 14th press release for Barrie, Kitchener, Niagara, and Peterborough. That's February 10th to 11th. We're also headed back to Washington. Those tickets went on sale, I believe, yesterday or December 20th, I guess this will air on Friday, so it's technically not yesterday. But regardless, <laughs> we're going back to the MedStar Iceplex Arena in Washington. They were Can't great wait. hosts last year, so you can get your tickets if you're in the D.C. area. Jesse, thank you for being part of our show, and to the fans from all of us here at SDPN, we want to wish you and your family a very happy holiday. Thank you for being part of our family on the Noxie and Cac Show. We hope that the new year brings you health and happiness, and they all have a safe holiday season we'll see you guys in the new year thanks again jesse i love it thank you jesse enjoy your noel (laughs) oh there you go a little french (laughs) i love it the noxy and cax show on sdpn produced in partnership with the pwhpa and presented by sports interaction want to bet Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at CareLMRD. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out sdpn.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. She scores!